when you think strategically, when you are actually making decisions that are long-term, that have sustainable solutions at your decision table, it is a whole different way in which you build your culture. So what would that have to look like for you if you're doing that right now? Where are you up to? What's your starting point? Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. So today on The Decision Table, grab your drink, Let's have a conversation around, uh, you know, always on the decision table, um, the goal is, the goal is to see how we can narrow that gap from problem to solution. The reason it's um, a little tricky is that we are on the road. Uh, We just decided to, it's kind of about, I think about eight hours away from Sydney where we normally live. Uh, we decided just to get away. And I think changing environment, we're still working. It's still doing the same thing we would have been back in in our home. Um, but sometimes changing the environment is a good thing. And I don't know about you, but um, we didn't we didn't see a pause when when the virus hit town we just actually had to keep stepping it up and it had already been a pretty busy time a pretty a pretty busy period or season in our world and uh, we just both felt now was a good time to get away and have some space so that's kind of what we ended up doing and that conversation is literally around the long-term solution. I see a lot of, I've actually been studying a lot this last couple of, or probably about three weeks. I've been literally working hard on on seeing what is out there in leadership at the moment. In other words, what's the world saying? What are people teaching? What is the world teaching around leadership right now? Because um, I really want to get in. I've kind of stayed away from leadership. And, I, you know, it's that's kind of weird because I've been involved in leadership from a very, very young age. But I didn't want to be sort of saying I work in leadership And there's a reason to that because I was seeing for years the same things being said in leadership, the same sort of strategies being used in leadership, and things weren't changing. And I didn't like the culture that was created around leadership and leadership thinking. And so the last, um, you know, part part of being a part of, the Global Human Intelligence Forum meant that I had to step it up and really work with leaders across the globe. And I loved it. It was amazing. It opened up conversation that I think is extremely important right at this time and in this season that we're all living in across the globe. And it made me really realize that there's a need for leadership to develop and I want to be a part of that. And so I have in 
very intentionally been reading up on a lot of leadership thinking and looking at what is out there and then going, how will I bring in a bigger way what I'm bringing to the table? And one of the things that I realized and got really frustrated with was this. There's many leaders that when you have a conversation, there is the want to change. In other words, they see that leadership needs great models. Leadership at the moment need people standing up and really leading for something and standing out from the noise, right? And the problem is quite clear to many in leadership right now. And here's the other thing. When I say leadership, I don't mean that there's this hierarchy and you're in charge of a whole lot of people. I just believe that leadership can be anyone that chooses to lead in their sphere of influence. And here's the thing. If you're making decisions at a table and you have a community of some sort, then people are following you and here's the thing, you are a leader. Now, I've got people in my world who have transitioned into retirement, but they're still leading in their world, whether it's with their grandchildren, whether it's in their local community, right? And so leadership in itself, I think there's a whole, we've, we've got this hierarchy and to be a leader or to live as a leader, there you've got to be some sort of hierarchy. And here's the thing. I want us to stop that because I think that true leadership, and I'd love to hear what you think on leadership, but true leadership is actually people who know how to build a tribe, a community, connection. Connection, not just to you. In fact, it's beyond you. To a vision and together as a tribe, as a community, as a culture, you move forward to bringing from problem to solution, right? So that's where I come from when I talk about leadership. And I realized there's a lot around leadership that I don't like, and I'm going to definitely be opening up around that and, and seeing how we can be part of this long-term solution. So going back, and I know I, I, I put in here and it's across here as a banner, be a part of the long-term solution. What I realized is many talk about a short-term solution. Why? Because humanity, humans, you, me, we tend to want to work with things that will give us immediate gratification. In other words, if we do this, then we know we're on the right track. And so what's hard, and I think as a leader, it can be very difficult, is to sustain the bigger vision even when you can't see it unfolding necessarily the way that you want it to. And, you know, I've seen over this period of time where a lot of leaders are having to stand up and have to give out to communities, that we're hitting what I call the slump right now. And there's a slump because you're giving out of. And there's not that refueling 
to come back into it and go, hey, I'm giving out to my community because they're needing lots of support right now. They need me to stand up as a leader to really keep moving that pathway forward. And what is happening is that pathway is really quite hard for those that don't know how to work into the future of a really unclear pathway ahead. In other words, there's lots of uncertainty, or I call it variables, that can create difficulty for that pathway ahead for you, let alone, right, let alone maybe who you are helping to lead and come on that journey with you. So here's the thing I think is really important with long-term solutions. One thing is a very, very strong vision, a strong vision that you have strong drivers that will continue that vision no matter how tough it gets, right? I do think that's really important. Second, I think tribe is extremely important. In other words, your inner tribe, those people that are going to come along on that journey with you, that is beyond important. I know this last week I've... Uh, reached out to a couple of my close, close inner circle people and gone, hey, by the way, I had a slump last week and this is why. There's no shame in hitting that slump. What I hadn't done was keep refueling while I was giving out and I was holding responsibility and ownership for a big vision and so you've got to keep refueling. So we we are staying in a in a place. We spent an extra week here. Um, we just we changed actually homes because um, the first one didn't have very good internet. So like for us to stay up here, we needed um, better internet. And so we changed. And the reason we did this was what we realized was. Um, we needed to, to be in an environment where it was outside of our home, outside of our other life around that, and just have a great environment to work in and then take some time to connect with some local friends that we know up in this area and for our kids to connect with other kids and uh, to, to really surround with just beautiful human beings. And I think that tribe, whatever you're doing, whatever your vision is, the long-term solution, you need to know you've got a great tribe around you. People that have your back, people that are gonna, um, nice, can't wait to get away. I know, and I reckon we're gonna get away together too, girl. And you are not used to being in one place for such a long time. That is so true, Susan. And here's the thing that is interesting about it. Because um, I'm not used to being in one place and I was feeling really stuck in the place and all my life was consumed by giving out, giving out, being on Zooms. And as an introvert, that was like so energy sucking, right? I needed to get away from that. I went for a beautiful morning walk this morning and the sunrise just was fascinating. And we've got a beach where we live, but it's not the beach here. And the beach at home, you know, like it's kind of on a slope. This one was beautiful and flat and you could walk for ages. And 
I just fed the soul because I was out in a fresh air, different space. And, uh, and because of that, I know this week I'm going to start having more to give out with. And I think if you're going to work at long-term solutions, this is one of the most important things to make sure that you've got people who have got your back that are there for the long term, that as you evolve, they evolve with you. And I think this is one of the important things that, you know, I talk about a lot, but I see the importance in this. And that is that we continue as leaders to evolve. And there are some people who are going to come on that journey with you as you evolve. And there are some people who are not going to come with that journey. And that is okay. But don't let it stop you from being part of the solution going forward. And I think what we do is sometimes because it's easier, we go to the short term, we go to what we know, we continue to fall back into our default system rather than moving forward. So I think these are really important things when we're looking at, right, long-term solution versus short-term. Here's the other thing about it. Short-term is often, and like I'm happy, like put some questions in here, thinkings, insights that you're having from this conversation, but here's the thing about short-term. What I find with short-term solutions is it's, that sounded really intelligent, is that it is often emergency fixes. In other words, we're trying to put some short-term things in place because we're fixing a gap and we want an immediate response or we think this will help and we're not necessarily looking at the bigger picture. Here's a scary thing about bigger picture too. Bigger picture means that you have to hold a space where you're not necessarily seeing it at the stage you want it to be. You're not even seeing that it's working, but you know and you trust your gut that you're working or developing or creating something that is going to be beneficial and is part of the long-term solution. So here's the thing. If we look at what is happening across the world in, in over this season, one of them was unrest, and I've talked about this a little bit. I'll continue to keep talking about it because, you know, one of my one of my big ass um, vision is that we are 100% for humanity culture going forward. And for me, that means that every decision that we make at the table is a decision that adds value to humanity. And so I want to keep going back to things like unrest and, uh, you know, some of this of, uh, and, you know, building the culture in which you live in, and particularly what I'm talking about a lot on social media and in leadership in the workplace. And if we think of uh, what I call having inclusion but also distinctions at the decision table and increasing those. So for me, distinctions are beautiful human beings, awesome humans who are bring their diversity, their flavours they're adding their value to the decision table. So how do we do that as a long-term solution rather than just fixing it by 
all of a sudden listening to maybe something that's different to what you've been listening to before or having someone in in your workplace come for one day and speak about something that maybe you haven't spoken about to your leadership or to your team or to your company before. This has got to be long-term solutions and some of them are really easy solutions that you can put in your workplace right now. And I think one of them, one of them is this. If you have a board or an advisory board of some sort, maybe have a look at who is on that board right now in your business, your company, your foundation, your organization. Who's on that board right now? What are they bringing to the table? Is it sounding the same? Is it looking through the same lenses? Is it truly bringing enough distinctions to your boardroom? And I think this is one easy, simple thing that is a long-term solution to changing the culture in your workplace. And that is maybe change, maybe add Maybe have different people on the board in your workplace. All right. Here's another simple thing. Maybe bring someone into your organization, your company, that looks through a different lens that could help you to strategically put some things in place in your culture that will change not just how you make decisions right now in your company, but also as you keep increasing and going forward. What will that look like as a long-term? So a lot of this, you know, I remember, I, I can't remember who it was or whatever, but I remember that saying of, you know, like when was the best time to plant the tree? And, um, you know, in New Zealand there's this beautiful tree called the Kauri um, the Kauri, K-A-U-R-I um, tree. And it's a beautiful, and I remember walking in a, a Kauri forest as a young girl. And um, I would look up and it was just stunning, these thick trunks of, you know, tree trunks. And just, it's just, it was like a surreal or serene sort of environment. And I remember them saying that it took years and years and years for a carry tree to, to get like this and to be like this. And I was always like puzzled with that, going, wow, if only I would do it this way, then it would look like this or I could be like this. And I remember thinking that day as I was walking through the forest, someone somewhere, they decided to plant these trees. And because of that, I'm now able to walk in this forest. So I know that in the past, it would be good if we had planted whatever it is, the seeds to change the culture and what maybe your workplace is looking like now. When is the best time to do it? Today. Because when you plant different seeds, when you change the culture of what you're doing right now, it is the long term as you start watering that, as you start growing it, it will continue to bring and change the culture in which you bring to the table right now. And I think that's 
that's the beauty of it is that sometimes these things, these solutions you bring are not the immediate gratification that a lot of the time you're wanting. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have indicators along the way. I've talked about that before, and I still stand by that. So there are some, some indicators and testing and measuring that help you to have those markers along the road to know that you're on the right track. But what I love about it is when you think strategically, when you are actually making decisions that are long-term, that have sustainable solutions at your decision table, it is a whole different way in which you build your culture. So what would that have to look like for you if you're doing that right now? Where are you up to? What's your starting point? What if we look at your starting point now in your workplace? Where's your culture at now? If you were thinking, even just asking some simple questions like, hmm, how do we make decisions right now? If we ask that in your, for you, what would your answer be on a scale to 1 to 10 in the way that you make decisions now? Are you fast at it? Are you slow at it? Do you procrastinate? Do you, are you all good at doing that? How does that look? What if I asked you the question, who do you have at your decision table when you're making big decisions that affect the whole company right now or your business right now or your organisation right now? In other words, your workplace. If you were to do it 1 to 10, what would you scale yourself right now? Would you say that you actually have every single person that would be needed to make a really educated decision at the table. Because we're looking, like when you're looking through it, you're looking through the different lenses in which each one of those people bring to that decision table. Are you doing that? Could you do it better? If you were to do it better, hmm, how would that change what you do right now? So these are the kind of questions that you can start asking to figure out where you're at with your culture right now. And here's the other question I'd be asking. If you continue to do it the way you're doing it and have done it, will you be able to reach the outcome that you want for your culture? Are you actually going to create the culture you want at your table? Are you going to love being in your workplace? Are those that work for you or with you, as I say, are they going to love being a part of your team? So these are really long-term solutions, long-term thinking. And often we're just wanting to get the task done. We need that result now and we're forgetting some of these foundational things that actually will make a huge difference to how you do it. Here's the cool thing, and this brings back to tribe. I believe tribe really changes culture. And so whatever tribe you're building now will help you to build whatever you want to and wherever you want to be going, going forward. So maybe it's time to have a look at what tribe you're creating and the culture that you're creating right now. Is it what you want? Do you need to look through different lenses? Are you doing it as an isolated moment in life or are you collaboratively got people who have got your back as you continue to build your tribe. 
It's an interesting conversation. And I think uh, over the next few weeks, I'm going to be looking at this in a much deeper way and how us as leaders, we can build better tribe and really create the culture in what we believe is going to bring the change long term. So, you know, here's today on the decision table, just a few little things that I think can can help do it. You know, like like I mentioned earlier, change who's on your board, get different people on there. I remember speaking on a global stage and I came off and they said that was, and it was actually the, um, the, the co-founder of NASA's Medical Institute. And he just whispered in my ear and he goes, that was the best needs analysis I've ever heard. What was exciting about that was that was just really a lot of my basic insights of my work across the world. Uh, from our travels and, you know, I was just teaching from that. What was scary about that was what they were innovating, what they, who they had and the big decisions they were having at their decision table actually was affecting the frontline of humanity massively, yet they weren't doing those simple things that I talk about on the decision table like well maybe if you're innovating a new solution a long-term solution that affects so think about this with ai that's a huge conversation i'm having with a lot of leaders right now and that is around ai i don't think ai is a bad thing i think it's phenomenal but i think humans need to think really smart to go with that ai as well and we have to be careful how we're creating AI, that it's adding value and not taking away from humanity. And here's the thing around it, and I think is interesting and something we have to keep in, in our thinking. And that is this. If we're creating, innovating new solutions at the table, that maybe if we use the example of better hearing aids, for those that are hard of hearing. But we haven't had those that are hard of hearing at the table as part of the conversations around what they would love to be able to, to, be able to do, be, see, whatever it is. Then we will miss out because we assume, we use our biases to create and, to, and our conditioning to bring the solution we think is needed not necessarily what is needed at the decision table. So imagine, just imagine for a second, if you got who it is and those that have used it or those that may need it in the future or are thinking about how that could be beneficial at the table as part of the innovative team to make decisions around it. Would we change how we innovate things? Would we change how we design our culture going forward? Would we, would we run our teams differently? I think these are great questions. And, I think, and I'd love to know, you know, in the comments, some of your thoughts from the conversation that I've had here today. You know, decision table is around just bringing awareness, having, looking at the solutions and then going, how can we narrow that gap? And I think there's a lot of this that we can change if we just sow the seeds now in our culture. 
in what we're creating out there and our spheres of influences, whatever that is. Maybe you're, uh, you know, in the retirement and you're being a part of the local community. How are you making decisions when you're doing that? How are you showing up? What, what tribe are you being a part of or creating as you build that? All right. This is kind of deep because my I've been reading a lot. I've been listening a lot to, to things. So there's a lot percolating, percolating. Well, there you go, percolating in my brain right now. And like I said, I'd love to have been able to draw for you today because there's patterns that I can draw around. Um, I do know that if you want to continue to have more conversations around this, ask questions lots, then be a part of the Leaders Movement Facebook group. And, uh, you know, I ask questions in there a lot. I want great conversations happening in there. And uh, I look forward to maybe continuing this conversation more. Um, thinking about the long-term goal and how to lead, not just now, but well into the future. Yeah, Susan, I, I'm one of those freaks that love futurist sort of stuff. And I, maybe it's because I've seen so much pain and hurt in the now. I used to always have to learn how to look forward to the future. And I remember as a young girl that even when I looked forward to the future, it was hard to believe that there could be a different future than what I was facing, you know, in my world at that time. And I learned that there was, if I actually really truly believed that change could happen, that opportunities could come along my pathway, that I could be the one that determines my pathway, not other people in my world, I realized that there was such power in thinking forward, in creating a vision that was beyond what I was doing now. And I think if you can keep that as one of your lenses of thinking about long-term goal and how to lead not just now but well in the future, that this will truly, you know, as you sow those seeds now and we continue to do those and we continue to water them, that we can have a change across culture, that we no longer live in a culture that is not looking at humanity and, and adding value at with humanity. And what is really cool about this is even though it feels like you're not, um, you're not looking at numbers, you're not growing the numbers, you're not getting out this and, and hitting those things. What is powerful about it? If you have a better team around you, if you have a team that's so sold out for, um, for the vision, if you have a, a, a tribe that are coming with you, here's the thing, you will have those numbers hit. And in fact, you will not only have that, you won't have retention problems because those that are a part of your tribe don't want to go away. They want to stay with you. They want to be with you. And that is with team and it is also with whatever community, clients, customers, service, whatever, products, whatever you are creating, the same thing is around that. Because when we're connected, when we see that you bring part of the solution to a problem, 
then we want to stay with it. We want to be a part of it. And we know you have answers. And we know that uh, with you, we can get where we need to go as well. So, okay, there you go today. I've had a lot of chit-chat and um, some thoughts around what I'm thinking. Some uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts um, for those that watch this replay. And, uh, you know, throughout the day I'll be watching to see some of the comments, if you've got questions, if you've got something that you really hated about what I said today, um, that you go, no, no, that's not true, or maybe you've got a strategy that really I love listening to how people uh, really start looking at things like long-term solutions. Have you thought about long-term solutions and what you're doing? Do you do that well? If so, what are some of those strategies in which you help? or help you or help your team or help keep that vision alive, even though maybe you're not seeing exactly it happening right now. And I think if we can start doing that, it will change definitely. And you will become part of the long-term solution. So what seeds are you going to grow or, or plant today? What are you going to start watering today? Because maybe you've already sown the seeds. Or what are you going to prune back, get rid of? And, um, you know, how are you going to create that culture of walking through that forest of these beautiful, beautiful, mature trees that you go, wow, someone planted this one day. Someone thought this. Someone has, has created this environment that we now get to walk in. What if we create environments? And I, I talk about one of the things in a, in a course that I'm putting together right now is about creating safe spaces. And I truly believe in the culture that we are creating in our workplaces, we need to create safe spaces because in safe spaces, there can be room for a different conversation, even conversations where you don't agree. And out of that, we can start actually bringing long-term solutions, not just the short-term. All right. Thanks, Karen Marie. We all need to be great leaders now to keep our team around us, to keep helping the vision continue strongly. Exactly, Susan. Thank you. Thank you all for being on here. Thank you for those that watch the replay. If you've got some topic that you would love to see us have a conversation around on the decision table or you would love for me to have a conversation with someone particularly on, on this decision table, uh, then let me know who it is connect me with them and or, or put in your your questions you would like answered on the decision table. I think this week that we've got James Short coming on to this to this uh, the decision table so we will be James and I will be having an amazing conversation this week on the decision table. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I can't even remember what the topic is that we're going to be talking about but I'll make sure that I put it up on social media and uh, let you know when we're going to be doing that and the conversation we're going to, because I remember it being quite a juicy one, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, the juicier the better, right? Because 
this is about creating for me a safe place for you to be able to ask questions um there's no judgment on any of it it is purely i will always say my thinking or your thinking or um just conversation that we have to start having conversations start thinking about this and then how are you gonna take ownership of what you've heard today so i've just created a space where we've brought up around a conversation about long-term solutions versus short-term versus a whole lot of thinking around that. Now, what are you going to take from that in what you're doing and how will you bring and change the culture now within your workplace to then, you know, long-term? What is that going to look like? All right. Um, I hope wherever you are in the world right now, I, it's morning here and I'm about to go on a meeting very soon and, uh, you know, my day has begun. I hope that wherever, whether your day is finishing or beginning, that uh, you decide what are you going to own from what you've heard today and how are you going to put that into the culture that you're creating to be part of the long-term solution. So cheers. Have an awesome day or if you're about to turn off from work today, then have a great evening and we'll see you again. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.